If you feel like you are at a standstill in your career, in your business, or even personally, it's likely because you have stopped incorporating this one thing into who you are and what you do. If you add the topic of today's show into your life, you're going to live a life more fulfilled, increase your level of satisfaction, and increase your productivity both in business and in your personal life. If you want to get more things out of life and you want to get things moving back in the right direction, then stay tuned to today's show. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. Welcome to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to today's show to provide feedback, comments, the ratings, and I welcome your engagement. And you can direct message me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And I hope that you are having a great day this day. I'm sure that you've heard uh, the expression that today's show is kind of built around. And that is that curiosity killed the cat. You know, the meaning of that expression is that, you know, that if you are too curious, then you're going to end up dead or you're going to end up going, you know, nowhere fast or end up at a dead end. But like most of the expressions or idioms that we've picked up over the years, things tend to get lost in translation. The full saying is that curiosity killed the cat, but knowing brought him back. Like most things, curiosity in and of itself is neither good nor bad. It just is. And how we use it, how we, you know, how we use it, how we employ it in our life really determines the impact that it's going to have on what we're doing. So in short, curiosity has the power to kill, but it also has the power to bring things back to life. And the choice is yours How do you want to use the power of curiosity in your business and in your life? Curiosity is defined basically as the desire to learn something about anything. Did you know that most breakthrough discoveries and invention throughout history are a result of curiosity? You know, if you think about uh, curiosity, it's about solving a problem and asking these questions to help solve a problem. If you think about fire or the use of the flint, you're thinking of ways in which, how can I get this fire started sooner? How can I have, you know, light within darkness? How can I have something that is going to heat me up? Beginning to ask these questions and finding those answers really have led to inventions all throughout history. You know, there's several things that we can discuss today or several ways that this conversation to go, but I'm just going to let the conversation flow. You know, last week you and I talked about ways in which you can enhance your recruitment process. We focused mainly on the importance of your job listing 
uh, and being able to incorporate in those opportunities of the marketing element, you know, being able to communicate to your potential employee, to the, the person that's looking at the job, why, what's in it for them beyond the features, beyond your benefits, beyond working for a great company, what will you working for your company provide in terms of transforming them from who they are to who they will be as a result of coming to work for you? You know, this is one of the first shows where we talked about things from an organizational perspective. Most of the other shows we've talked about your development as a leader. Uh, but today we're really going to look through how the power of curiosity plays a role in the success of uh, your organization, as well as in your business. So one of the questions to ask is, how does the power of curiosity help my company, team, or organization? There's a famous Peter Drucker quote that says, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And this implies that the culture of your company always determines the success, regardless of how effective your strategy may be. Your culture and values are not something that you do. No, your culture and values are part of who you are as an organization. So company culture is the shared values, attributes, and characteristics uh, that you know of your organization. And it's evident in the way your organization operates, right? It's, it's evident in the way that your people interact with each other. It's evident in the way that your people interact with customers. It's, it's evident throughout everything that you do, you know, so, so culture is not necessarily, you know, what you say. Um, and it's not just the stuff that you have listed in terms of your, of your mission and uh, your organizational statements. It's about who you are and what you do as an organization. And here's the tip or not even a tip, just the honest truth is that whether you know it or not, your company does have a culture and that culture has either either been deliberately cultivated or it is, is a result of the cumulative actions and decisions that have been made up within your organization to this point. This podcast is sponsored by Banowitz Marketing. Banowitz Marketing helps family businesses thrive through custom marketing direction and implementation by a team of experts working in their areas of giftedness. They provide services in marketing direction, search engine optimization, graphic design, Facebook ads, copywriting, website design, and much more. There's a dedicated page that's designed for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast. Go to that page, bandwidthmarketing.com slash James. You can also use a coupon code James to get three free hours of logo design or redesign work with your purchase of any product. Growing a business is hard. Bandwidth Marketing provides an action plan and expert help so that your family business can thrive. So with that as a backdrop and a general understanding, does your company's culture promote curiosity? Is being curious a part of what your company is about? So does your company promote learning, you know, new things, new methods? Is it in the new technologies? In terms of how you run meetings or are dealing with dissent or differing opinions, are questions encouraged or discouraged in meetings? You know, are opposing opinions heard out and provided a forum and a venue for them to be discussed, or are they met with defensiveness? Because how you 
approach those new ideals can either open up the floodgates for more ideals or it can close the spigot and stop the flow of ideals. So, you know, are new ideals explored or is the approach that we've never done it this way and it won't work or we've always done it this way and it's worked for us fine. So we're not interested in exploring anything new. There was one study that surveyed over 3,000 employees from a lot of different industries. And they found that 24% of those employees reported feeling curious in their job. So on the regular basis, they were encouraged to explore curiosity or curiosity was a part of what they were doing. But what they also found is that 70% of the people that were surveyed reported that they faced barriers in asking more questions as they work. And so just think, take a think, you know, take some time to think about your company, your organization, your team. Are you encouraging that kind of discourse or are you shutting things down? You know, so the point of these questions and the thoughts is really to look at how your company or organization or team approaches problem solving. Do you explore new ideals or are you just setting your ways? You know, when you are curious, you're open to new ideals. When you're not curious, you're closed off. You're, you're not accepting anything new because you think you already know it all. You know, you may miss the very ideal that could be the thing that causes your company to grow, the very ideal that your team needs to solve the next problem, the very ideal that will help you uh, be able to close that next client. You know, so as a leader, you really set the tone for your whole organization. So if you're a team leader, you set the tone for how your team operates. Not only do companies have cultures, but teams have cultures too. So if a person brings something up to you, are you closed off to it? You know, your team will know, absolutely know by how you react, right? You, you, your reaction will shut it down, even if you don't think that you're reacting. So if you shut off this discussion or you're defensive, what are you teaching your team? If, those, if this goes on long enough, I can tell you one thing. I can tell you exactly what you're teaching your team, that you're teaching your team that in your opinion, their opinion does not matter. You're teaching your team that in your opinion, their opinion is not valued. That's what you're teaching them. So there's no need for your team member to bring anything up. There's no need for your team member to express their concerns. There's no need for them to tell you about uh, an innovative ideal or ideal that they think is innovative that may bring a solution to this problem. Because if you're setting your ways and you're always shutting down those new ideals, you know what's going to happen? You're going to shut down innovation. You're going to cut off the main area of innovation that you have within your company. You know, you can have the best strategy, you can have the best plan, you can have great people. But if you stifle their ability to contribute, then you're going to stifle your company's ability to grow and make an impact. You know, I was thinking through some stories that uh, would be able to bring this particular point home. And I did find one. It was in a Harvard Business Review article. I'm going to post the link in the show notes. But the story that it talks about is that in the early 1900s, Henry Ford focused all of his efforts on one goal, and that was reducing production costs to create a car for the masses. So by 1908, 
He had realized his vision with the introduction of the Model T. And the man grew so high that by 1921, the company was producing 56% of all passenger cars in the United States. It was absolutely a remarkable success story. So Ford began to focus primarily on the firm's efficiency, becoming more efficient at producing the car, its Model T, for the masses. But in the late 1920s, the U.S. economy began to rise to new heights and consumers started to really drive and desire new cars and new models. And while Ford remained fixated on improving the Model T, the competitors such as General Motors started producing an array of models. And guess what? Those models, those other vendors captured the main share of the market. And so because they stayed on that Model T, because they weren't necessarily open to exploring new models, because they weren't open to listening to their consumers, really understanding what the needs are and understanding the marketplace. They said, this has been successful for us. We'll continue to do what has been successful. But if you do that, if you do that, you're going to miss out on innovation. This podcast is brought to you by Better You For You, a boutique leadership training and peak performance coaching firm where we help engineers achieve success both in business and in life. For more information about upcoming webinars, workshops, and our coaching programs, please visit www.betteryouforyou.com. That's www.betteryouforyou.com. Another way that curiosity drives innovation is just generally asking the questions why. So if you're cutting off your team's ability or your company's ability to question things, then you're going to cut off innovation. There was another story that the article talked about. This is a really short one about the inspiration for the Polaroid instant cameras. So, you know, now we have cell phones, we can go out, we can take pictures, we're posting on Instagram, you know, Facebook and whatever else, whatever your social media network is. But back in the day, you didn't have to do that. You would take a picture, you would have to send your film to be developed, and then you would get that back. Um, and, there, you know, and so that was the general process. And so they said that the inventor of the instant camera uh, Elwin Land, his daughter, three years old, uh, asked him a question that really uh, served as the impetus for the development of the instant camera. And that was, Daddy, why do you have to wait so long to get the pictures? And part of what he was thinking is, why do you have to wait? Let's, you know, let's really tackle this question. And see, can we invent something that can be more instantaneous? And that's what they did in the instant camera. The Polaroid camera was a hit for a long time. But there again, you have a company that is doing something, doing it well. Technology begins to change, but they didn't change along with it. When digital technology, digital pictures came along, Polaroid was still doing the instant camera and uh, the regular film base. And guess what? They were absolutely left behind. You do not want your company to be left behind. You want to be able to to really engage your employees and have them really take a position of curiosity. Is it more to manage? Yeah, it is a little bit more to manage. Do you have to show more patience when you're dealing with your team? 
Absolutely, because you're going to need to allow them the ability and the freedom to explore those ideals. And as they're exploring those ideals, you're building bonds within that relationship. You're building your team and you're building trust. And that trust is going to take you a long way, particularly if thing if you if you end up in a pretty tough situation. So what I wanted you to do, or I want to encourage you to do is really unlock the power of curiosity in your organization and in your own personal life. So the general lack of curiosity means a few things, but a couple of things that came to mind as I was thinking about this episode is that it leads to misguided perceptions. It creates a closed system and it produces the exact same results as you got in the past. So if you're locked in to the way that you have done it, the results that you produce are going to be exactly the same. And so if you're looking for something different, you are going to have to change things up. And one of the ways that you can change things up is approaching things from a position of curiosity. You know, curiosity can be a powerful starting point in any relationship and in any discussion. So what does having a curious approach do? We've talked about some of the negatives, right? But but let's talk about one of the positives that a curious approach really does for you. And it stops you from relying on your general assumptions and jumping to conclusions. And this is absolutely true when you're dealing with interpersonal relationships. You know, when you're dealing with a person and you're having that conversation, what conclusion um, have you come up, have you come to? So we're going to make this really personal. So I want you to think about this. What conclusion have I come to because of the assumptions that I have about this person or this situation. So the conclusions that you make tend to close you off from hearing more about the situation. You know, subconsciously, you've made, you've made a conclusion. So subconsciously, you've already concluded that this conversation or this meeting is just a formality because I've already made my decision. I already have my conclusions. I know what this person is going to talk about. So subconsciously, you're saying, I really don't need to have this conversation. And that will be uh, communicated through your body language. That'll be communicated in your word choices. You really want to approach these things from a position of being open and curious. And so curiosity opens your minds to possibilities. So how can you stay curious? You know, one suggestion is to assume a beginner's mind. So even though you're an expert, you're a business owner, you've been doing things for years and you're really good at what you do, there are still things that you may not know, okay? So be curious and ask questions because as you're asking questions and engaging others, uh, you may learn, but you'll also will allow them and make them feel important as if their uh, opinions matter, right? It's if their opinions matter. And it's not just about asking you the questions, but it's how you ask the questions as well. Be open and inviting when you're asking those questions. Be willing to explore why. So you may not agree with someone else's approach, but you may be in a better position to address their issues, their problems, their questions, if you have an understanding of the root reason that they're taking that approach. So asking questions and genuinely exploring why creates a bridge between where you are and where the other person is. And guess what? That bridge can really be used not just for this conversation, but for future conversations. So try something new. Listen, this week, I want you to try something new. So if you're feeling like you're stuck, 
if you're feeling like you're at a standstill and you're thinking, oh, man, I'm at a standstill, things have been going the same, I've been getting the same results over and over again, and I want something different, what I want you to do this week is try something new. Do something that you have not done in a long time or do something that you've never done. And if you're afraid, that is okay. If fear comes up, that's okay. No worries. Just bring fear along for the journey. We've talked before that you know fear is there to quote unquote, protect you. It's really there to keep you safe. It's there to keep you from trying things that may hurt you or things that are going to take you out of your comfort zone. When you're applying curiosity to an area that you haven't been applying curiosity, when you're trying something new and doing something different, when you haven't been doing something different, guess what? It is going to take you out of your comfort zone. So you're going to have to try something new. Try something new. Even if it's a small thing, Try something new this week. Build, consistently build onto your habits and what you're doing, something new. So bring fear along the journey. Bring your anxiety along the journey. Bring your concerns along with you uh, in the journey because those things are all a part of you. Bring them. Bring them and try something new this week. So the question for this week to think about is what actions will I take this week to fuel my curiosity. You know, if you're looking for some guidance in how to achieve work-life balance, you can use the link in the show notes where we talk about the uh, engineer's blueprint for a balanced life. Uh, you'll be able to access the download for the blueprint. Uh, you can also look at the first four episodes of this podcast, Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant, where we talk more about the engineer's blueprint and understand that I really do want to continue to hear from you, right? I really do want to continue to engage with you. I wanted to hear from you what your concerns, the topics that you have are really important. So you can use the link in the show notes to leave a comment about the show or a question that you would like to have addressed in the show. And then that link takes you to an audio survey. And in that audio survey, you just go on, it'll ask you for access to your mic. You say yes. And you can say, hey, James, I really would love to hear an episode about this. Or, hey, James, you were talking about this and it reminded me of X, Y, Z. Whatever it is, let me know. Um, I really do enjoy listening to your takes on the show. So it has been my pleasure to bring you value on this week. Apply curiosity into everything that you do. Okay. Just apply it. Try something new this week. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And a select group of people actually follow through and do it. My goal and purpose of this podcast is to help you be part of that select group that follows through and executes and really achieves their dream. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks. Thanks.